Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. We've had to postpone our next interview in the teacher to parent segment because of work-related travel. But we'll definitely have it ready for next month. Until then, we continue our story segment with the last section of the Hitopadesha, namely peace. Just to recap, the third section waging war ended with the Swan King losing the war against the Peacock King, all because of the scheming crow, Meghavarna. The clever guru, Vishnu Sharman, had included all the principles of fighting a war as he narrated the series of stories. But he couldn't stop there, could he? Rulers can't gad about fighting all the time, or the common people will rise in revolt. For any kingdom to thrive, there must be peace. And that notion is precisely what Guru Vishnu Sharman had in mind when he started the stories in the fourth section, Peace. Let's listen to the story and see what he has to say to his pupils. The three princes had been waiting eagerly for the day their teacher Vishnu Sharman would once again start narrating his stories. Not very different from other kids, eh? So, when their teacher announced that it was time for their lessons, the boys clamoured around him. Sir, sir, you told us stories on how to fight wars. What about peace? Isn't it important for us to know about peace as well? The guru was pleased as punch because his students had made the connection that to rule a kingdom, they must know how to bring peace to their land and maintain it. Yes, boys, my stories now will be about peace. Sit beside me and I'll tell you what happened once the war ended. He waved them closer. It is ironic that after the great war ended with both armies suffering great losses, the two ministers managed to negotiate for peace in a matter of moments. Really? You mean the vulture did not boast and insult the crane, even though his king won? What happened, sir? The astonished princess asked their teacher. So, the teacher began. The royal swan who'd had a close escape swam back and forth, restless and exhausted at the same time. But his mind was filled with questions. We don't know how our fort was set on fire. Who did it? Was it someone from our side? Or did the enemy have a hand in it? Sarvagya, his minister, was right there beside his king. He had already been searching for answers because, he said, You're not going to like what I say, my lord. That crow, Meghavarna and his team can't be found. I am quite definite that he had a hand in what happened. He must be the culprit. The king reflected for a moment and then sighed. Ah! Oh, this is nothing but my bad luck. Don't they say that even if you have good advice from ministers, if it is written in your faith that you must lose, then you will lose. I suppose this is what was meant to happen, and I have to accept that I was not to be king for long. Sarvanya had a different opinion. He shook his head slowly. Oh, don't forget, my lord, that's not all they say. 
A person who tends to blame fate for his stupid mistakes is called a fool because he doesn't reflect on his behavior and see where he went wrong. Such a man who foolishly ignores the advice that his well-wishers give him is destroyed like the daft tortoise that fell from the stick. Now, I think that it is simply stunning that Sarvanya doesn't mince words when he corrects his king. If you remember from the earlier episode, he had warned Hiranyagarbha about the sudden appearance of the crow and told him to be careful. But Hiranyagarbha had ignored his advice and invited the crow into the fort. The minister is not afraid one bit to point out that it was the king's mistake that he lost the war. That takes guts. But it also shows how Hiranyagarbha respected his minister and was able to take corrections from someone else. Hiranyagarbha swallowed slowly. Then, clearing his mind, he asked, Tis the story of the foolish tortoise? It happened in the kingdom of Magadha, began Sarvanya. The Foolish Tortoise The lake Fulotpala was called that because it was covered in lotus blooms. Many birds and animals lived in and around this lake. Among these were two geese named Sankata and Vikata, and their friend, the tortoise Kambugriva. One day, a couple of fishermen came exploring to that part of the country. They saw the lake teeming with life and were thrilled. What a smashing find! No one had been adventurous enough to come this far. But their daring guess had paid off. So the men discussed loudly how and when to clear the lake of all the fish, turtles and more. Hearing this, The tortoise felt a sinking feeling in his stomach. What was he going to do? How was he going to escape? He turned to his friends, the geese, his eyes pleading. Hey, did you hear those men? What are we, the water animals, going to do? Nah, don't worry too much. Sometimes these men are full of talk and no action. Let's wait until the morning to see if they actually do anything, and then we'll figure it out. The geese consoled their friend. I'm not sure I want to wait until the morning, because it might be too late by then. I'd rather plan now to avoid trouble later. I I don't want to face the same fate of the fish Yadbhavisya. Seeing the blank look on his friends' faces, he continued, You know, I mean the story of the three fish and the fishermen. Two of the fish, Anagata Vidata and Pratyut Pannamati, took action and managed to escape the fishermen's net. But the fish, Yadbhavisya, said, Oh, whatever has to happen will happen. He was caught in it. I don't want to wait and see. It's too risky. The tortoise swam harder to the shore. Wait, wait, wait. Tell us about that fish. Why didn't Yadbhavisya do anything to escape? The geese flew slowly about the water, following their friend.
the three fish. The tortoise raised his eyes at them. It happened in this very same lake. Just like these fishermen, others came looking for a bigger catch. The fish discussed what to do before the fishermen returned. Anagata Vidata told the others that he didn't want any of this headache. I'm not taking a chance. I'm just going to move to another lake. And when the others didn't feel the same urgency, he left on his own. The fish Pratyut Pannamati hesitated because he didn't want to leave his home. I can see why he felt that way. It is hard to move without knowing if you'll ever come back. He said, No one knows for sure what these men will do. I'll stay here, but I'll keep an eye out for any emergencies. If something doesn't feel right, if there's any danger, I'll find a way out. Yatpavisya was a whole another story. He frowned and shook his head. I don't know. If something is not meant to happen, it won't. But if it is meant to happen, there's no way we can escape our freight. So I'll just hang around as usual. If I'm meant to live, I'll live. Wait a minute. That doesn't sound right, not to take action when there is danger. Hmm, sometimes people do that. They don't want to act when they know there is a possibility of trouble. They just accept it. The following morning dawned bright and cheerful. Sure enough, the fishermen were back at the lake. They flung their nets far and wide, bringing up an enormous haul of fish. Anagatavidata had already left, so he was gone. But what happened to the other two? Pratyut Pannamati was caught in the net too. He kept his head and lay still, pretending to be dead, all the while ignoring the others twitching and wriggling around him. The unsuspecting fishermen freed him from the net, and with a whoosh, Pratyut Pannamati leaped into the air and landed back in the water, far away from the shore. Before the fisherman could gather what had just happened, he swam into the deep waters, far away from prying eyes. Yet Bhavisya, true to his words, did nothing and died. The tortoise looked at his friends, the geese. Now you see why I don't want to wait until the morning to decide? I have to find a way to get to another pond or lake tonight. And with that, we end today's episode. I have a question for you. What do you do when you know there's a problem coming your way? How do you problem solve? Say you have tests in a subject that's a bit difficult for you. Do you seek help and study regularly? Do you cram the night before? Or feel overwhelmed by the thought of the test? And don't prepare at all. If you ever feel overwhelmed, whether it is a test or some other problem, talk to an adult. Ask for help to prepare yourself. All of us feel overwhelmed sometime or the other. It is okay to ask for help. Come back next week to learn if the tortoise manages to escape the fisherman's nest. Until then... 
Goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Mm-hmm.